shoes. Thank you. That's all right. I do listen sometimes. I just think it's dangerous to drive in bare feet. Here's the thing, though. Why on earth would the sole of a shoe make any difference? Without shoes on, you can feel everything much better. You don't have full control of the pedals. No, I don't agree. I think that I'm more likely to ever do it with shoes on. Go faster than I intended to. Right. Well, then maybe you should drive in bare feet. I want to do what you're comfortable with. No, no, no. You convince me. Take them off. After midnight, we're gonna let it all hang out. After midnight, we're gonna chill and shine. Here we go! Unless you are British yourself, or like me, just love watching British television, some of it at least, you may not know that the clip you listen to is from a 2016 limited series called Love Nina. It's based on the memoirs of Nina Stibby. She's a British writer, and she's someone who loves to walk around bare feet. Even out in the street, on a sidewalk, going to the shop, she's bare feet. The clip there is to introduce the fact that this show <laughs> is about shoes. Yes, I am doing a show about shoes. Believe it or not, because there are some really good ones. Shoes and boots and walking. Shoes. What can I say? And because for three years I worked in the shoe store. Started as assistant manager six months later. Store was mine. And it was by far the roughest, toughest, most formative job I ever had. And keep in mind that I did my basic military training, the, the good Canadian. And I, I've worked in a farm. I've worked some really tough, dirty Godforsaken jobs, but nothing compares to selling shoes and managing a shoe store. I, I kid you not, three times, three times during those three years, I was scouted by car dealerships saying that shoe salesmen are usually the toughest and the best. So they like to uh, to recruit people who started out as shoe salesmen in order to go into cars. And I was not interested. First of all, my brother used to be a car salesman and con cars. Ooh, no, I had bigger ambitions in my life, like working in a call center. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> point is, it was extremely hard. It was, it is. And just think, think of yourself going to buy shoes, what kind of customer you are. You don't want the salesman to talk to you and to, to harass you and to harangue you, but they have to. It's their job, and they're big crap, so they have to sell to make a better commission. So it's it's really not fun for them. Trust me, it's not fun being a salesman. Unless, you know, you like being a salesman. What's wrong with you? All right, enough about this. My name is Anthony. Welcome After Midnight. It's my podcast that I record after midnight because I'm a night shift worker. Have been for 16 years. I spend my days taking care of my two teenagers who are special needs, both of them. Which means that I have no social life, no friends, and no hobbies. So I decided I would do this. Once a week, I take 30 minutes, I record a show about five songs related to a specific team. And this week, guess what? It's shoes. <laughs> so we're starting with uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. We got Amy Winehouse. But first, Kevin Ayers. Enjoy. Into this bar 
about what the people might say But uh, you know what I mean, it's a sure man Oh, he gave me a smile that was sickly and wet And I offered him one of my cigarettes He took it, afraid that he might appear rude Proceeded to sell me some second-class food Nice guy, meet him everywhere On these strappy shoes, they're three inches high. Can you walk in them? Shoes that are made for walking are never the cute shoes. When you walk in the bar and you dress like a star, rocking your F me pumps, and the man notice you with your Gucci back crew, can't tell who he's looking to. Cause you all look the same. Everyone knows your name, and that's your whole claim to fame. Never miss a night, cause your dream in life is to be a footballer's wife. You don't like players, that's what you say, what you really wouldn't mind a millionaire. You don't like ballers, they don't do nothing for you. You'd love a rich man six foot two or taller You're more than a fan Looking for a man But you end up with one night stands He could be your whole life If you got past one night But that part never 
taste. Don't be too upset if they call you a scared. Cause like the news, every day you get pressed. You don't like players, that's what you said. But you really wouldn't mind a millionaire. All them big ballers don't do nothing for ya. But you'd love a rich man six foot two or taller. You can't sit down right, cause your jeans are too tight. And you're lucky it's ladies' night. With your big empty purse, every week it gets worse. At least your breast cost more than hers. So you did Miami, cause you got that for free. But somehow you missed the plane. You did too much E. Should've known from the jump that you always get dumb. So dust off your fuck me pumps. And it did like he was told. Buffed those shoes to a high mirror shine. The guard simply didn't notice. Neither did I. I mean, seriously. How often do you really look at a man's shoes?
Easily the least annoying disco song ever from probably the most <laughs> disco band ever, Casey and the Sunshine Band, 1975, My Boogie Shoes. It was featured in the, the quintessential disco movie, Saturday Night Fever, 1977. They were not just BG songs in that movie, kids. If you've never seen it, don't blame me. It's your call. All that to say, I, disco was a fad. It was kind of a an in-between, if you will. It was... A funeral for the psychedelic era of the late 60s, early 70s, the drug-fueled music of that era. Peace and Love was dying, or death rattle. But a preview of what was to come. A preview of the absolute excesses of the 80s with the shoulder pad and the big hair and the neon and the flashes and the electronic synthesizers and drums. Disco was right in between. It was a transitional period, a necessary transitional period, if you will. Some people like it, and I don't blame that. I don't. I really don't like disco at all. But this song, I don't know, it does it to me. It starts playing, and you just need to boogie, if you will. It was featured in a bunch of movies. If you, like me, are a Kevin Smith fan, it was featured in Mallrats. So there you go. There's a good reason to love that song. Enough about that. Before that, Amy Winehouse still stings that she died so young at 27, part of the 27 Club. In a way, musically speaking, she left us with an impeccable body of work. So I'm not saying it's a good thing she died young. I'm saying she could have become Elvis, fat, bloated, greasy, died on a crapper. On the other hand, she could have become also Peter Gabriel, who at one point decided he had reached the top of what he could do with his band, and he decided to leave and do something else on his own. And I'm talking about this transitional period. Check out any performance he did in 1975. Go to YouTube, look up Peter Gabriel 1977 live concert. You're going to see him in 1977, at the time of, of, of the, the, the bell bottoms and all that stuff, he was dressed like he was in 1986. I kid you not. He had th this uh, white denim jacket and the haircut and, and the, the, the tight fitting jeans. He looked like he was in 1986, but it was 77. That's how years ahead the guy was of his time. And that's my point. Maybe Amy Winehouse would have done something like that, would have said, you know what? I've reached the top. And maybe I should try something different, something else. Maybe not music, maybe painting, maybe acting. Who knows? We will never know, and that's maybe what stings the most. On the other hand, like many of her kin, she burned too much, too fast, flew too close to the sun, and her wings melted. And it's really, really sad, but I am grateful, like any of her fans, I'm extremely grateful for the body of works she left with us, and I do honor her almost on a daily basis by listening to her music. And you just had a proof. It was a great song. F Me Pumps. Really like it. There's a bit of a, an annoying, um, again, twang in her voice when she sings that. But it was just her personality, her character. That's why we love her so much. And we opened with Kevin Ayers. Um, it's hard to talk about him if you haven't really lived a period when Kevin Ayers was there. He, he was big um, in the psychedelic era. Again, late 60s, early 70s, he was a guy, really, his music was fueled by drugs, about drugs and fueled by drugs, and he didn't make the transition. When the industry changed and moved away from that culture, he didn't, he could not, he was not able to adapt, so he just retired. 
he replies to France, really, in the 70s, the guy just moved away to uh, end of nowhere in France and stopped doing music for, the, for two or three decades until, I think, the early 2000s, uh, when he felt the need to do some music again and started doing little by little. And he was working with a lot of great artists who heard that he was still alive. And while he was still alive, they did the music with him, but never really cemented he died uh, He died in the, I think, mid-2000s. I'd have to look it up. But Rolling Stones once said of um, Kevin Ayers that they were only, post-Beatles, there were only two true original rock and rollers. People who really understood the spirit of being a rebel, being creative, being outside the norms, being outside the rules, doing their own thing. Sid Barrett and Kevin Ayers. And that's some mighty company to be with. So if you have a chance to listen to the album, it's called Whatever She Brings We Sing. It's not necessarily commercial like this song was. It's not as accessible, but it really gives you a glimpse, if you haven't lived through that era, of what it was like to live in the psychedelic late 60s, early 70s. Enough jibber-jabber, let's go on with two more songs. Enjoy. Robert's got a quick hand Look around the room, he won't tell you his plan Got a rolled cigarette Hanging out his mouth He's a cowboy kid He's found a six-shooter gun His dad's closet It's a box of fun And I don't even know why He's coming for you Yeah, he's coming for you all the other kids with the pointer kicks, you better run, better run. I'll run my gun. All the other kids with the pointer kicks, you better run, better run. Faster than my bullet. Daddy works a long day. He's coming home late, yeah, he's coming home late He's bringing me a surprise Dinner's in the kitchen and it's packed on ice I've waited for a long time Slide of my hand is now a quick pull trigger I reason with my cigarette Say your hair's on fire and you've lost your wit all the other kids with the pointer kicks you better run, better run. I'll run my gun. All the other kids with the pointer kicks you better run, better run. Faster than my bullet. Kicks you better run, better run. 
shotgun All the other kids with the pointer kicks You better run, better run Faster than my bullet And all the other kids with the pointer kicks You better run, better run I'll run my gun All the other kids with the pointer kicks You better run, better run Faster than my bullet and all the other kids with the pointer kicks. You better run, better run. I'll run my gun. All the other kids with the pointer kicks. You better run, better run. Faster than my bullet. Just take these shoes, Morty. They're spe <coughs> special grappling shoes. When you're wearing these things, babe, these babies. You can basically just walk on any surface you want, Morty. Up, down, below, turn around to the left. These things really bring it all together. You have to turn them on, Morty. The shoes have to be turned on. Yeah. <laughs> 
The original version of Gorillaz 19-2000, if you don't have the album, then you may not be familiar with that version because it came out pretty much at the same time as the remix. Both were singles. The producers behind Gorillaz had asked a bunch of friends to do some remix of their songs so they could maybe uh, release one uh, as they did previously with uh, Clint Eastwood. And that was the result. I personally prefer the original, this version, the silent quirkiness of it, the little synthesizer going up and down. It speaks to me, that version of the song. The remix, to me, is just a remix. It's a lot of electronic sampling stuff thrown in, and it's just a cacophony. It's something that, that's made to dance in, in nightclubs, but when I want to listen to something in my car or at home while I work, I want something like the original version. So, that's my two cents about it. Before that, Canadian fellow, Royal Wood, uh, whom I have nothing but admiration for, the guy is really self-made. Anything you need to do to make an album, he did it himself for his first two albums. Mixing, music, arrangements, producing, everything. I think he even did the marketing. He really did everything in the first two albums. And for his efforts, as well as writing the musical style, he was compared directly to Tom Waits. Which is not a small compliment, folks. Uh, this song, well, you all know this song. It came out just a few years ago in 2010. It's called uh, Pumped Out Kicks. Uh, it's not necessarily a song about shoes. It's a song about a kid who's tired of being bullied by these rich assholes and their nice shoes. And he's probably on the verge of doing something about it, which is quite apropos in in the society we have right now. I'm not complaining here in Canada. We don't have a lot of those, but we did have some pretty bad ones too. But in the U.S., it seems like every week now there's one. And I say it seems like because we've become so desensitized to it. There are just too many. And if I can put in my two cents, more guns is not a solution, folks. There is a solution, and we have to work, all of us, to find it. We have to find the problem, isolate them. But guns is not a solution to guns. Violence is not a solution to violence. Never was, never will be. I think that's maybe something that we need. Ugh, kill the spider! Sorry, folks, I hate spiders. It's really something that we need to talk about as a society, not argue about, but talk about. Just not with me, because I'm the kind of person who's afraid of spiders! Time to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening and downloading. I really hope you liked it as much as I love recording this thing for you all. And for myself, I have to admit, I do this mostly for myself. But I enjoy that some other enjoy it. I want to shout out this week to uh, Twitter user Ekenokinomikon, who uh, made a nice compliment about my set list. Thank you so much. I do love the music that I play, and I am stoked that you like it too. So I'm going to keep trying to make you happy with my music. So please come back next week, or even better, Listen to previous episodes. They're all good. Goodbye. Hi, this is Meerkat from Captain and the Meerkat's Noobs Unite podcast. Please come and say hello to us over on twitter.com forward slash Cap and Meerkat. Devin the Moose and I are here to... Stop talking!